1: Coming up on TMS: Sex with Hitler, two electric boogaloo.
2: Come with me, and we'll be in a world of purest
1: syndication. Four Seasons dildo shop. The the cost of getting your soul back. Two degrees of the wrong bacon. Three hundred kilometers per mile. Twenty three reasons the nineties made you ugly. It's so hard to be a serial killer these days. His mustache was the first thing that caught my eye. Two old guys trying to remember shit. Kidney playmate from Boulder to Grinder. Slipple, slipple. The accidental steam deck. If you're a person with Amy and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. This ship doesn't go anywhere except in circles, but it does have a color TV, stereo sound, a built in bar, and a wireless phone. It also has a price tag of $32,000 delivered.
3: Dick Francisco.
1: The Morning Stream. Oh, yeah, that's quite a story. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to TMS. It's uh, Thursday, December 29th, 2022. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm Scott Johnson. That's Brian Nibbit. Brian, we are so close. It's like, look at that. 29. Yeah. It'll roll over one more time and then one more time. Right, right, right. And right. Then, and then and then 2023 that's right yeah the year of diablo 4 is upon us (laughs) (laughs) very exciting if
2: only somebody was doing a show about that
1: i know if only somebody in this damn place was excited about diablo uh it's it's uh creeping up quick though i didn't i don't know 2022 i say this every year lately i feel like but man it went fast so fast Mm -hmm. did we have we had vegas this year right we
2: did yeah yeah, it doesn't because feel I, like we did. I put you, you, I put you all through uh, hell uh, to uh, to try and figure out a math problem. It feels uh, soon.
1: It feels recent, and then it's far away. It's weird. Yeah. I don't know. Time. I'm yeah. wrestling with time. Is what's going on right now. I'm having a bit of a wrestle. And,
2: I'm already uh, trying to figure out. You know, I need to reach out to all of you uh, potential contestants for Taskmaster uh, Vegas because with the um, with our Show night or live mm-hmm. TMS being in the middle as opposed to the last thing that gives us a little bit less time to edit, so I might need you guys to come in Sunday mm. if possible. I think so we'll we might talk about that.
1: I think we might be coming in Sunday.
4: Oh,
2: good, I good, all right, excellent. Yeah.
1: Uh, well, yeah, no, yeah, that is what we were thinking. We were, we yeah, were, good. we were considering the Saint George thing again, but this time we were thinking about it on the tail end. So, oh,
4: so Vegas, nice.
1: then chill out and. St. George and then go home. So, I don't know. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll see. Cool. You know, those cool. people there in St. George, they'll just have to wait and see. You know, if I go to the best Taco Bell on the planet, well, uh, you'll have to wait until <laughs> April to find out.
2: You can you can always stop there on, you know, you have to still go through St. George on the way to Vegas. You can get Taco Bell on the way in and mm-hmm. Taco Bell on the way out.
1: That's right. And it's the I mean, honestly, I don't eat that much of Taco Bell anymore, but if you're in St. George, the main Taco Bell there on the main road there. Mm, mm-hmm. I don't know, they're doing something right. Uh, all right, so we got a show. We're going to do the whole thing. We don't have uh, Wendy today, but we do have uh, uh, Read This with Amy. That'll happen uh, during Wendy's slot, so watch for that. Uh, do you remember that we've talked about him? In fact, recently, the video professor. We've talked about this guy.
2: Yes. Uh, yes. You may
1: be familiar with this right here.
2: Try our product.
1: Try my product. Try my product. Try my product. That was his whole thing at the end of his thing, right? <laughs> Try my product. Yeah. And he was teaching. It was the early 90s. The guy was teaching you how to use Word. And Excel right, exactly. and here's Windows. Here's you
2: open a folder. Yep. Here's on how, your here's how desktop Windows desktop, <laughs> your personal computer.
1: That is exactly right. And he had all these like different. And they, he branched out later. Like when the internet happened, he was like eBay. There's a whole disc on eBay and things like this. <laughs> right. So uh, anyway, I always just was fascinated by that dude, and I don't know why, I just was. And um, I found his old call and get advice on computer help number and I want to try it today now I haven't pre-tried it so this could be Capone's oh, vault nice. okay.
2: okay oh my god yeah we might have a
1: we might have a Capone's vault problem where nothing happens right um, it could easily be yeah, yeah.
2: Boy. Uh, ask your uncle <laughs> yeah Yeah. no kidding
1: I just watched a, or listened to a really good podcast about that um, oh really that whole mess yeah it actually <laughs> we all think of it as this like massive failure because it was mm-hmm. but it single-handedly catapulted uh the the production company who sold it to the uh, by the way that was syndication the main main networks wouldn't carry it that was pure oh, syndication right.
2: that's right which
1: i forgot all about and it was a flop from a from that perspective but it was so watched by so many millions of people that it catapulted both that production company which was by the way run by doug llewellyn of all people
2: Oh my god, the people's court narrator dude.
1: This guy, right? Yeah. That dude. So he, he-
2: oh, how did it feel when you lost your case about the dog pooping in your front yard?
1: <laughs> exactly. So he makes he makes, you know, bank on this deal way more than they expected, and everybody wanted them now because this was such a huge hit from a numbers perspective. That was purely what they were looking at. Was not a failure in the eyes of the executives. And then uh uh, what's his name? Uh, 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 Geraldo. Almost called him mm-hmm. Gerardo, which would have been
2: Gerardo. Long. Sure, because he's Rico. Anso, yeah,
1: of course. Uh, he was. Hit, he was like at a low point of his career. He was like on his way out, and he thought he was screwed after this. He went and drank sure. at a bar all night and was like so pissed about how it turned out. And anyway, the <laughs> next morning, his agent is like ringing his phone off the hook. People are wanting to hire Geraldo left and right. That guy went from like washed out ex CBS guy to like suddenly everybody wanted him. Not in the best possible wow. way. Like his TV show no. he got was bad, uh, you know. It was, yeah. But he made a it lot was, of money, so it just depends I mean, on how you measure He Basically, he went
2: it. from being like, you know, semi-respectable journalist to your go-to guy if you needed something sensational.
1: Yeah, and when he had his show, it was always like, we've got a girl on today who says that a uh, an alien molested her cow. And,
5: <laughs> right. You know, we're going to talk it? to
1: that guy. Okay. So anyway, uh, it was fascinating. I highly recommend it. It's part of that... Um, that one year show from Slate, where they just the the whole season is about one year in time. Uh, they did oh, one yeah. from '42, and this one was See, from '86. That's, and I that's forgot
2: why it. you're so good at years is because you watch stuff like that where it's all kind of I vroom, I guess, encapsulated uh, into one one
1: thing. I hadn't thought of that. That's true, though. I guess I do. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I glom onto that stuff. But anyway, '86 is a crazy year. A lot of weird stuff happened. So uh, check out that show. Anyway, point is, video professor, this guy, video professor, we're gonna call this number. Uh, which still exists, it's uh, (laughs) 800-509-4617. The number still exists because it's a phone number. (laughs) Yeah, the number still, the number has never left. But uh, Those
2: those digits all currently still exist in our numerical system.
1: Yeah, whether we get this guy or not. Try my product. uh, Is uh, is questionable, I don't know. It'd
2: be great if if it just goes right to him.
1: Oh, if he's just (laughs) sitting around answering phones, that'd be amazing.
2: (laughs) he paid for this phone number in perpetuity so I'm just gonna use it as my basic home phone number
1: I did a little look and he's still like doing stuff he's still got like really? a thing you can order and he
2: tell t- me tell me that he he does YouTube now and it's always hey smash my subscribe button and hit the like if you like this video yeah but-
1: you know he knows all the tricks that's his yeah. that's his thing yeah. um all right let's see what happened to this number I'm gonna try it whoops here we go it's ringing yeah, good, good, good news so far. There we go. I'm hearing it, yeah, so that's good. we cool. got a ring. I didn't test this beforehand, so I, you know, who knows where we're going to go here. All I know is I need help with Word, Excel, and Windows 95, so this better Hello, be... Four
2: Seasons uh, Dildo Shop. Uh, <laughs> how can I help you? The Four
1: Seasons has a dildo shop. <laughs> Ah, where are you going? That's Coffee shop. That, uh, uh, I'll be down to the Dildo Shop. Uh, see that's you That's the
2: one that Giuliani uh, set up for that uh, press conference.
1: Oh no, that was what was that called? It was the four, It was a four seasons. You're yeah, right. right. Four seasons. Uh, uh, uh,
2: Merkin Sales.
1: Shit. Landscaping that's what it was oh that's
2: right it was landscaping but it was next door to a dildo shop that's, that's right. right
1: that's right yes. yeah if they would have hosted it at the dildo shop that would have made everything better i knew
2: there was i knew there was a uh was <laughs> some sort of connection to the
1: somehow that the dildo existed dildo in shop. that story so uh that just rang and rang well that's a bummer you know
2: yeah yeah it is a bummer i really wanted to a,
1: know can i still I what want...
2: a big fat nothing burger scott <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, yeah, but now our careers will take off because uh, what, exactly you know, what the people yeah. perceive as a as a as a huge mistake. We made big money just now. We just really killed it. Uh, No, I don't know. If anyone knows how to get a hold of that dude... In fact, someone in the chat wants to...
2: (laughs) Do we want to get a hold of him? I
1: kind of do. I don't know why. I'm fascinated by that person. I feel like his mustache uh, was the first thing that caught my eye. And after that, I was like, is he really making money doing this? Are there really people that are just like clamoring for how to use Excel out there? Uh, Or how to make Windows 3.1 do its thing? Just always blew my mind, that guy. So if anyone knows how we can get a hold of that dude uh, I'd love it that'd be great okay <laughs> the uh uh oh wow
2: apparently he sued the internet according to a wired article that I don't have time to read right now but he uh,
1: sued the internet
2: he sued the internet i mean of course it's you know a wired article so that's the the headline but uh i was going to comment on how um uh his his photo looks like somebody just walked in the door that he wants them to think that he's happy to see them but he really isn't
1: oh oh yeah that guy's got that face for sure this
2: this photo right there is like oh hey mildred yeah good to see you glad you could stop by yeah Uh,
1: that's the face here you go people watching video there he is little small guy in his blue shirt and his yellow tie that's one try my product (laughs) um <laughs> uh, anyway so there's hey, that everybody. hey brian how come you look yeah. you look a little heavier what's going on yeah
2: there? i'm uh 21 grams heavier today scott uh got on the scale and realized i'm 21 grams heavier weird
1: uh, huh yeah Huh. wonder what that yeah. is weird
2: uh yeah you're familiar <laughs> with that movie and uh, i
1: have se- i have i know the movie exists i've never seen 21 grams i assumed it was something about uh, like when you die, your soul leaves or something. That's Isn't
2: that the right. deal? right. Okay. And when your soul comes back, you become 21 grams heavier, Scott.
1: Your soul came back. What happened? My
2: soul came back.
1: Oh, it's that's good.
2: Finished. It's uh, It's been uh, repaired. A new engine has been uh, put into it. I drove it home and it's uh, purring like a kitten. Nice. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> this, whole, this whole ordeal, right? So, uh get down there um uh or actually I get the call that it's that it's ready to be picked up. Like, oh great, excellent. Yeah. So I say, hey, by the way, what, what was the final cost on that just so I can have the um the the money ready and everything. And he gives me a price that is now seven thousand six hundred dollars. Oh which whoa
3: is, whoa 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 that's which higher.
2: Is, yeah, which is eleven hundred dollars than the original quote of sixty-five hundred, and then still higher than the revised quote that was 6800
1: That's not. Like, that's not just. It's not fifty bucks. That's a lot.
2: Exactly. That's like. Oh yeah, we we you know we also figured we would fix this or this thing needed to be repaired or whatever. So I said, uh, no, that's not that's not happening. You guys quoted me, uh, sixty-eight hundred. The last you know the last updated quote was sixty-eight hundred. He says, oh, uh, okay, hold on. Let me talk to my manager and see what we can do. Yeah. So he no, calls no, we, me back in 15 minutes. He, he says, oh, yeah, we got some of our numbers wrong. Yeah, it's 6,800. What? I'm like, what the hell? Like, you guys are totally, totally, like, dicking me around and tried to get another What does somebody else need a swimming pool
4: there?
1: Uh, That is some some dark work there. I don't like it.
2: Yeah. So I've got my car back. I want to take a, you know, take a moment, take a a day or two to, uh, to, to not be reactionary and, and, uh, um, and flame somebody on the internet. But boy, am I going to leave them a Yelp review. Yeah. (laughs) Google review. And I'm going to copy and paste that into a letter to, to uh, kia corporate and kia customer service
1: because that's but, really really skeevy business man i don't like yeah, that at exactly. all it'd be one thing if they came back and said um, yeah we you know it ended up costing more but we agree we told you a price we should stick to it like that that should be your answer that not, should
2: have been the oh, way we messed up our numbers then. we don't know
1: yeah. that makes yeah. me wonder if they what this thing only should have cost you three grand and not <laughs> six <laughs> right. you know exactly Boo. exactly but
2: while I was there, and I'm like, you know, I'm saying, geez, all right, well, seven months. I hope I still remember how to drive." Joking, because I've still been driving Tina's car. But uh, he's like, "Yeah, well, we've got, we've got a Kia Optima. Even the, the Kia Optimas are worse. We've got somebody who's been waiting for their car for 165 days, That's, like oh almost God. half a year, waiting for their car.
1: That's insane. It's insane. Yeah. What is what is it? Uh, are these shortages every car or just Kia? Or just Korean motor I stuff. think
2: every car, because we're going to talk... We're, we've got a letter from somebody later on in the show that uh, talks about, um, I think, supply chain issues, right?
1: Uh, yes. Yeah, a little bit.
2: Hyundai uh, issues.
1: Yeah, yeah. I just thought all that um, stuff was... I guess that's more the computer chip stuff that was worked out. Maybe other stuff still.
2: Yeah, I guess other stuff might still be... I mean, it might be staffing issues all across the board. I don't know. I yeah. have no idea, but... Um,
1: Boy, I don't. you know, I was always told... Don't lease; it's a bad deal. But yeah, so then I hear stories like this.
2: More in, yeah, I hear right? stories like this, and I go, "Hmm,
1: maybe leasing isn't such a bad idea."
2: Yeah, hmm. well, they they made a whole character based on that in, uh, um, what was it Law and Order SVU? Is uh, Lisa Katera. Oh yeah, that's right. Cause somebody, because somebody heard a commercial for the Hyundai or what was it, the Katera, The, uh, um,
1: I don't remember who that is. Who is it that makes that?
2: Uh oh Chicago Hope was the character I think.
1: Chicago Hope. Let's see Hope. here. There's a character named Chicago Hope. That's cool.
2: No no, it was a TV show called Chicago Hope. Oh, you Hope.
1: said it. You said a character named Chicago.
2: <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I made a character on Chicago Hope.
1: No, no, that's fine. Um, it just sounded great. I want a character no, no, named it was Chicago an actress.
2: Hope. Actress. Never mind. The actress. Where is it? It was a Cadillac Catera.
1: The name's Hope Chicago. Introduced
2: and played by Stacy Edwards on what show? Where is it? Was Chicago
1: Hope? Was it? I never hold on, saw there's that.
2: A, hold on a second. Lisa Katera, because I... Uh, there it is right there. Okay. Yeah, it was Chicago Hope. Yeah. Uh, in 1997, John Tinker, producer of television medical drama Chicago Hope, was inspired by an inadvertent pun in a Katera commercial saying, who is Lisa Katera in response to the... Katera tagline lisa katerra no way so he introduced a character named dr lisa katerra played by stacy
1: edwards i kind of love that <laughs> i didn't know that was a thing that's hilarious that's amazing yep who does that <laughs> nobody does that that's amazing nobody does that no yeah, but why so... not you gotta have a character name why not make it up that way that's why not fine. make
2: it up that way and lisa katerra is a perfectly believable character name Doc- hi i'm dr lisa katerra oh thanks i'm uh
1: You know what, Hollywood? Have a little more fun like that more often. I'm Dr. Bias Saturn. Uh, (laughs) Bias Saturn. (laughs) No, it'd be Bias. Bias. Tobias. Tobias Tobias Saturn.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Tobias Saturn. There you you. go. (laughs) Tobias Saturn. There you go. (laughs) It's
1: perfect. I love it. All right. Well, I'm glad you got your car back, but I still think. Man, what a stinker! Yeah, bummer. yeah.
2: Oh, um, yeah. My 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 uh, posterior is a little sore mm. from that uh, <laughs> that experience.
1: It's not cool, man. I feel like that that extra hundred or that extra grand. That's not a small thing. That's not a small no, error. It's a no, huge exactly. error. No,
2: exactly. It's like a oh, sorry, we forgot to we carry the one or something like that. That's like a oh, sorry, we put the decimal point in the wrong place, kind of thing. Yeah. But really, what it is is, damn it, thought we could probably get them to pay a little bit more
1: yeah what what it makes me feel like is i know this is conspiratorial but this is the problem with shady work like this is it makes people Mm. second guess everything but if they're going to say it's an extra grand is that their Mm. way of covering the fact that they're overcharging for this work by already by like two so when they overcharge you for a grand and you go wait a minute you told me this and they go oh you're right we're back to this and then that that whole
2: method of haggling yes i hate that
1: Oh. I'm not even saying they're doing it. I'm just saying this is why people think they're doing it. It's because they do shit like this.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it's certainly possible. And it's just, uh, <clears throat> it is just, you know, again, I love my Kia. Love my Kia Soul. I am I'm. I would still consider buying another Kia if <clears throat> If there was another dealership or a pair of place or, well, another dealership. Because there's something like recalls and things like that need to be done by a dealership as opposed to. We've got a really great mom-and-pop mechanic that we go to nearby. But uh, for some things, you still need the dealership for, for warranty work and stuff like that. But mm. I can't I can't imagine ever going back there.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't go there again ever. That dealership would yeah. be on my crossed-off list, you know?
2: Exactly. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go leave a turd on there for... <laughs> porch
1: <laughs> you gotta catch it on fire though that's the only way that really sticks you know
2: yeah but it's, the problem is that i've got to do it i mean you know i can't i can't set a fire to a burning bag of poop uh, and get away with it in in uh at a dealership where there are cameras so it's got to be left overnight
1: yeah i don't know how anyone gets away with any of those kind of slash, prank slash revenge <laughs> yeah how do you even do it you can't do it everyone with this video footage of every damn thing that ever happens always yeah. Like when I go to my sister's house, her freaking phone or her her security system announces every time I get up to the porch, Hello and welcome. You're being filmed. It's like, well, I don't I know. You don't need to tell me yeah. I'm being filmed. This is
2: good. We're we're living in the twenty twenties here. I know that everything I do is on camera. Like person of interest really had that had that figured out fairly early on. Oh yeah, they knew. And then and then the dude just got all weird with his opinions and and when I heard that it kind of <laughs> gave me a distaste for that show.
1: Then you were done. That was it.
2: I was done. Hey, I like, I like Ben Linus. Yeah, he's cool. I like I that like, guy. That he's guy's great. great. But, yeah. uh,
1: you know who I hear is a real jerk? Who's that? Um, the actor in Alias who played the main bad guy. Uh, oh. old guy. You know who I'm talking yeah, about? It's funny.
2: We just saw, we just saw a TV show where we thought, we thought it was that guy, but it was Joel Gray. Um, yeah,
1: the uh, can't think of his name, but he was like a big deal in that show and he did yeah. other stuff. And somebody, I was I reading this, somebody had to interview some actors or something and just said he was the most miserable, hardest to work with, a hole, butthole really? they ever worked with. Yeah,
2: I want to pull up that guy's name. It's um,
1: he was a very interesting actor, but. Sounds like he's a real pecker.
2: Oh, oops. When you when you just type alias in Google, it just automatically links you to Autodesk, the makers of uh, alias uh, software.
1: Yeah, there you go. Oh, the character is Ron. Is the actor Ron Rifkin?
2: Ron Rifkin is the actor. Okay. Yeah.
1: There you go. Yep. Scipio found it, or I've Thank picked you. the name out. Send me, me a little work. Uh, yeah, he's supposed to be a poo poo. Poo poo head. <laughs> I'm here to. Oh, Arvin oh, Sloan was You know his what name? it was?
2: It was the old man there's the uh, the Joel Gray character the the um, the one that uh, uh, kind of is behind the scenes yeah um, that, that he meets with early on in the show we thought that was Ron Rifkin and really it's Joel Gray who's who's looking like Ron Rifkin these days
1: oh it reminds me of the old guy in uh, so Kim just finished and I've watched it with her uh, the last part of it so I feel kind of weird about this I only saw half the season. But mm-hmm. she finished up uh, the new White Lotus season. Oh yeah,
2: what'd she think of it?
1: She loved it. She, she's she's completely too. obsessed with that show. She loves it so much, and I got pretty obsessed toward the end. But um, man, I can't believe what they did in that last episode. That was insane.
2: <laughs> I know. The, yeah, I don't know I, how I, do you, I,
1: I thought this was I, your through line forever. Not to give anything away, but I thought you were no. I, that yeah. you know that was always going to be your like common.
2: Yep. But careful. Carefully. Yeah. Here.
1: Maybe Uncle Rico next next season. But anyway. Uh-huh maybe see that's that's just vague enough uh,
2: there was another character that i thought was uh the body that we see in the first episode
1: oh okay
2: and i and let's just say uh she was uh well she was a high price tucker let's just say say that there's my hint let's just say that's who i thought
1: yeah gotcha (laughs) i feel you
2: giving you anything away
1: no i feel you Uh, yeah anyway that it was really good but um the guy plays the grandpa in the Italian family so you got yes uh, uh, what's his name Michael from F uh, Murray Abraham F Murray Abraham (laughs) he always when I see him they're all I always think of him all right I see F Murray Abraham and I think of uh either him or I think of the Spanish actor who's always in stuff whose name I can't remember Um, oh
2: yes Jose Ferrer I think that's Miguel Ferrer Miguel Ferrer is it
1: Miguel Ferrer yeah, the one he was in RoboCop once. Yes, yes. Yeah, that guy snorting coke off a hooker's chest or whatever. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the things you remember right. from the movies of your youth. No,
2: there is a very like Miguel Ferrer and F. Murray Abraham for whatever reason feel very similar. Did you? You never watched uh, Mythic Quest, right?
1: Not yet. I keep it's uh, cute. It's in my list. I just gotta watch it.
2: F. Murray Abraham is is. uh he is uh, he is magic in that show. He's just great,
1: man. What a great he actor! Really is. And I don't yeah, feel like he has all... aged five minutes since uh, no. Amadeus, man. That guy doesn't get old. No. Yeah. What's up with those, that?
2: Uh, I mean, those three guys. Like it was great casting for those three guys playing grandfather, father, and son in White Lotus. The, um, you know, uh, what's his face, Imperioli, Michael Imperioli Ma- Ma- from yeah. Sopranos, and
1: yeah, it's always good to see him.
2: And the young dude who's you know not the kid from. Uh, a big love <laughs> that reminded us a lot of the kid from big love do
1: we know the kid in this from something else should no, I know him I don't him? think so he's very good
2: uh, Albie uh, I think it was the character's name yeah.
1: yeah there was one scene that was a little awkward but you know what are you gonna do no sure yeah, um, yeah. it's uh that's a fascinating show but here's why I like it the most I think I may have brought this up before the guy that's the creator writer and showrunner is a comedian former uh-huh. comedian I don't think he's doing any of that stuff anymore but the minute you see him, you'll recognize him. He's the weird, squirrely little dude.
2: Oh, you're talking about Mike White?
1: Yeah, sitting in yeah. sitting in George's apartment, working on wigs.
2: See, that's I don't I never think of him from that. I think of him from uh, Rock School of Rock.
1: Oh, I don't remember with Jack him being Black. In yeah, was he in that? I don't remember that. He's he a teacher. He's
2: uh, uh, one of uh, Jack Black's. Best friends or brother or something like that.
1: Oh, I don't remember that at all. I, haven't I seen don't. That in a long
2: it's time. funny that I like as much as I love uh, Seinfeld. I can't remember Mike White, but
1: it's very brief. It's a short thing. It's a yeah. very funny moment. It's when it's toward the end of the Susan arc with with George. Um, but I love it because both him and Jennifer Coolidge mm. are in Seinfeld. <laughs> so in it's Seinfeld. like the yeah, Seinfeld no connection. Yeah, it's kind of oh,
2: did you see? I don't know if you watch SNL, but, um, not that I don't want
1: to. I just never do. I don't know why.
2: Yeah. The most recent, well, you know, it's SNL is becoming one of those things that it's better for somebody to tell you, Hey, there's one segment from the uh, latest SNL that's worth watching. Sure. And that's about it. Yeah. Um, but in this case it was one thing from the latest SNL that was worth watching. And let me see if I can find it. It's Chloe Fineman Mm -hmm. who is, uh, uh, great. Here we go.
1: She's a cast member.
2: She's a cast member. Yeah. She's and she's extraordinary at impersonations. She's really, really good at that stuff. So I'm gonna give you a link. I wonder you can probably play. Well, I don't know. D crumb seventy
1: three, YouTube... I promise you Mike White was in Seinfeld. Go look him up. Sorry. Uh let's see. <laughs> did you put it in our Discord? Where is it?
2: I did, I put it in our Discord. There it is. Didn't I? Yep, yeah. you did. <laughs>
1: Oh, she does a Jennifer Coolidge. Let's see this.
2: She does a brilliant Jennifer Coolidge, and what's great is the audio listeners are going to hear this and think it's
1: exactly Jennifer Coolidge. All right, here we go. She
2: is impressed by Christmas stuff.
5: Hi, I'm Jennifer Coolidge. I love Christmas. <laughs> oh, look at this—a big sock full of gifts. You know, the ultimate stocking stuffer is a foot. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Anyway, this was, this was probably the only memorable, uh, bit from a very unmemorable recent episode of, of SNL,
4: except for,
2: except for the loss of Cecily Strong, who
1: was, oh yeah, what's her uh, deal? Why'd she leave?
2: She's making that good Verizon money or something. I don't know. She's, she's, uh, I guess she just had enough, uh, with the, Hmm. it's, it's a horrendous schedule. They put those people through and, uh.
1: Yeah, I don't know how um, they
2: and it's I becomes a great launching career for people, and I'm hoping it does for her as well, because her in movies she'll be she'll be great.
1: Yeah. Oh, I have no doubt. Um I was actually gonna see. Oh, interesting. Okay. You know what? Do I have it wrong that Mike White's not in Seinfeld and i have be smirched. <laughs> <laughs> is it that... now I want to know who's who in this that other making wigs is uh Yeah, who why do I have this wrong? Well, I don't see it now. Damn it! Who's? Oh no! Okay, this all these years, I know. You have to give me a link to the guy. I know he's. I know who it is, but I can't find this. Okay, now I don't know who that was. You know what? I'm annoyed. I'm annoyed.
5: (laughs) I hate when I find
1: out a thing I've held in my head for years isn't true. I hate it. I hate Uh. it. Who is it for real? Can we find out who it was? Okay, quit sending me his profile. Send me right, right, Exactly. <laughs> find the dude who was on Seinfeld. Yeah. Oh Is yeah, a- I
2: forgot Mike White was on a, a whole season of Survivor and he w- it was great watching him because he's he's so affable and um I mean he was a contestant, like basically out there eating rice and whatever else they could find in the uh uh in the jungle. He was great.
1: I found it. It's Patrick Brist. Oh, someone also posted it. Patrick Bristow, Patrick Bristow is the guy from Seinfeld. Gosh dang it! I thought they were the same guy.
2: (laughs) Do they have a picture of Patrick Bristow? They do.
1: It kind of looks like him. I mean, you can see my confusion. (laughs) He looks a little like Mike White.
2: Gosh dang it!
1: Where's uh, all right?
2: Let's see. Oh, there's a picture of him. Okay. Oh yeah, you know I can see that. You see how
1: I confuse those two? Gosh dang it! All right.
2: Dude looks a little bit like um, Julie Louise Dreyfus's uh, real life husband, Brad.
1: Oh, Hall. Brad Hall, yeah, yeah, a current Brad Hall, yeah. Brad Hall's changed a lot in the interviewing yeah. years.
2: <laughs> he looks like old Brad
1: Hall. Yeah, he's uh, Brad Hall or sorry, those two have been married for what thirty plus thirty five years or something. Mm-hmm. That's a Hollywood. Yeah. There's your Hollywood. That's couple. a Hollywood
2: marriage. Exactly. Yeah, yeah.
1: you got a happy, happy family, nice kids, all that stuff. Thank you, kind PC of feel Crumb. bad for. P or P. Uh, Crumb. Patrick
2: Bristow. Oh, yeah. P. Crumbs. One of that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when when you scroll down, the first thing in uh, IMDb is known for, and his four things are Showgirls, the Adam Sandler remake of The Longest Yard, uh, Transformers: Age of Extinction. Yeah. And probably the best of the four. So I married an ex-murderer.
1: Oh wow! Yeah. He's still. Uh, he's got you know lots of bit parts. Lots of bit parts. Yeah. And he's you know in Yeah. That's fine. If he's
2: fine with that, that's good for... Yeah, good for whatever
1: him. whatever you need.
2: I'd be fine with that, because I'm sure he's, you know... He's
1: doing all right.
2: He's making a living. Yeah, yeah.
1: He's got Transformers money. Yeah. He's fine. He's got
2: Seinfeld syndication money, probably. Yeah.
1: Everyone, uh, you know... I wonder how
2: much... I wonder how much... That's an interesting question. How much uh, side actors like this get from syndication.
1: Interesting. And like, okay... Or do they
2: not? Shoujo and uh, Rainbow Bright. They saying oh. no. <laughs> Never mind. They're responding to Luke Sightwalker uh, asking if we're still doing the pre-show. If this is still <laughs> TRS pre-show. Why? Are you wanting us to get to the news? Is that what you're saying? Is that saying? what you're
1: saying to us? Fine. This is
2: the show. This is what you come to come to see, is two old guys trying to remember shit. Yeah, guys, trying uh... to
1: remember TV shit. Well, we've done our we've done our part, and so now it is time for the news.
3: Oh, let's, cry the of the moon.
1: let's do a little news. It's brought to you by
2: Brought to you by
3: Coverville.
2: Today, we complete our obligation for 2022 with part two of the Coverville countdown. That's right. Today is the meat, right? Today is the icing. It's nothing but meat with icing on it. Mm. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's like oops, all berries of covers because it's all the best covers from 2022. That's right. We're counting down 20 all the way down to number one of the best covers of 2022 who will be in there will will stevie nicks be in there will somebody else be in there doing a stevie nicks song i can tell you both of those things are true find out where everything uh, lays down in the top 20 today at 1 p.m mountain time twitch.tv slash very
1: nice uh claire try to keep up amy's later <laughs> <laughs> i'm kidding yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not actually annoyed. But she didn't. She didn't hear that part of the beginning of the show. No, no, exactly. She's she coming was, uh, She was Wednesday off
2: uh, refilling her gen.
1: Yeah, getting her gen all done and re- redocking her switch. Uh, let's Redock get to this. The uh, and some Jen Got some stories here about Italian things, uh, which is great since I just finished up that season of uh, White Lotus. Uh, mm-hmm. Italian police used a Lamborghini supercar. I don't think they needed to tell us that. I think it just could have just said <laughs> I mean- Lamborghini. You know? Right
2: exactly. Oh, Lamborghini makes a car now, you say. Yeah.
1: Oh. Seems like a weird thing to call. It. I mean, it, of course it's a supercar. It's a Lamborghini for hell's sakes. It's very redundant. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. they uh they used one or they adapted one to deliver kidneys to donor patients on two uh on Tuesday hundreds of miles apart. So to wow. get, in order to get those kidneys moving, uh they put it in that their supercar.
2: It's like when they flew Phil Collins on the Concorde so he could be at Live Aid both at Wembley Stadium and Philadelphia.
1: That I didn't know that. Is that true? Yeah. Oh yep. my gosh! Wow. Yeah.
2: So that he could perform at both the American and the UK uh, Live Aids.
1: Well, he was a uh, no wonder he stuttered in studio. studio. He just he he's couldn't. He's an easy lover, that Phil Collins. He is a very. Easy, I can promise you, he's an easy lover. <laughs> uh, traveling on the motorway to deliver the most beautiful Christmas uh, ever present ever. Life. Oh, they said in a statement posted on social media, alongside a picture of the medical cool box, so that's what they call those things where they're carrying like a heart or a kidney in it. It's a medical Cause cool Because they don't want to box. call it a,
2: a Yeti cooler with no. a, a lung in it? No,
1: I think, I think they, you know, they want you to feel the, me, the, the mystery of medical science, you know? <laughs> right? Yeah.
2: Like a little, not a little smoky, like there's a, there's a term for that one that barely holds a six pack that everybody has in their garage.
1: Oh, yeah. I hate that uh, one. It's yeah. not big this enough to just, do anything.
2: Right, exactly. It's like, oh, hey, yeah, let me grab, let me give her a couple uh, plastic bottles of uh, soda. To put. to Oh, they don't fit. Yeah, I don't like those.
1: Not yeah. a fan. Uh, little
2: yeah. Playmate. That's right. It's a little Playmate with a kidney in it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> kidney playmate. kidney uh, playmate. It says here, they said in the statement, uh, oh, they pictured the box here. Uh, it was purpose-built compartment in the front of a hurricane, which is a, uh, the car. Yeah, uh, it's also
2: the way you pronounce Hurricane in in Utah.
1: Well, it's how you pronounce the town of Hurricane, but when we say Hurricane, <laughs> we say Hurricane. I know. Uh, <laughs> just just for those out there that might be a little confused, <laughs> we have a weird town, and it f's it f's everybody up. Spelled
2: uh, Hurricane, pronounced Hurricane.
1: Yeah, which is really weird. And don't and when you're down there, don't ever say Hurricane. Those people mm. hop all over you. Really? Are you new here? It's Hurricane. Anyway. Uh, yeah, the, the organs. Of trouble. Let's see. Oh, thanks to Slate's or State Police uh, special Father Father Christmas, it says, two people received the gift of a kidney, the police wrote. Mm-hmm. The organs are driven from Pad, uh, Padua, mm-hmm. I assume. Padua? Italy. Padua? Uh, it could be Padua yeah. and Italy's northeast. Uh, two hospitals in Moderna. Mo, sorry, mo, Moderna Modena.
2: Uh, Modena, yeah.
1: And then Roemi.
2: <laughs> I think it's pronounced uh, Rami. Oh, Rami. Rami. Okay, yeah, Rami. Rami. Yeah,
1: yeah. And when Rami fell, uh, <laughs> Rami <laughs> wasn't built in a day. We've heard that all a lot of times.
2: When when Rami fell, <laughs> shocker. When the wide open.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, Make me want to watch TNG. Uh, police said they hope the two patients and their families will have a happier, more peaceful Christmas. The Lamborghini Huracan, which was top speed at 330, or sorry, 300. I don't know why I said 30. 300 km, kilometers uh, per mile or <laughs> per hour. <laughs> it says kmh. Kilom. Oh, the m's meters. Kilometers.
2: Kilometers per hour.
1: Got it. Why do they include? It, isn't kilometers a single K-M word? Is,
2: kilometers is, is abbreviated km, not just k. Uh, otherwise, true. it'd be potassium.
1: That's right. That car does potassium. Uh, c- <laughs>
2: 300,000 miles an hour.
1: It gets up to a hundred in three point two seconds. <laughs> and it was a twenty seventeen gift to police from a luxury car maker, or from the luxury car wow. maker known as Lamborghini. Uh, it was an
2: Italian kidney job, is yeah. what that was.
1: Yeah, you got to watch out for those Italians. They'll get your kidney one way or the other. <laughs> uh, we got a bolder story, Brian. Bringing it home. Yay! Close to home. Hooray for this one. Uh, Boulder's main library closed due to high levels of methamphetamine.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, man. That's, uh, that's a bummer. Boulder, Boulder's uh, Boulder's
2: fallen on some hard times lately. Boulder used to be the most highest concentration of healthy people and marijuana, both in the same place. Oh, interesting. And uh, now it is, uh, there's some rough stuff going on up there.
1: Well, here's what it says. The city of Boulder closed its main library at 1001 A- uh, Arapahoe Avenue on Monday afternoon for environmental testing after methamphetamine was discovered in the facility's west- restrooms. Testing will include swab samples of surfaces inside and outside the restrooms. I mean, this is probably one dude. You know, we don't
2: know. It could be, right? Sure.
1: It's easy to go, ah, the play. All of Boulder's covered in meth. It-
2: <laughs> right, exactly. Really, it's just some dude named Dewey Decimal. And they're like,
1: oh, look at the library. Dewey Decimal. <laughs> Doing meth. <laughs> uh, the question. <laughs> it's the only way to
2: figure out that damn numbering system.
1: I know. It's so lame. Uh, the que- uh, let's see. The question right now is whether these levels, which we're concerned about, are confined to the exhaust vents in the restrooms or whether the residue has been developed or been deposited on parts of the library that people have more access to. They said the biggest concern for methamphetamine consumption, or contamination, rather, is short bursts like that. And if it's on the surfaces. Uh, according to Oh, I learned about a thing yesterday. Speaking of that, um, I never knew. So I didn't understand much about how, you know, how Russia, will, Russia will just off people. They don't like, like, poison mm, them and yeah. stuff. Because mm-hmm. Putin's an ass. Shouldn't say that yeah. out loud. I'm His, trouble uh, now.
2: Uncle with the dogs or something. It's been a while. It's always something.
1: <laughs> um, always something. Oh, well, that was North Korea, was it? Oh,
2: that was that's right. That was Un. Um, yes, never mind.
1: But they use similar stuff, so it's like this little ball of is it polonium? And it's the size of the of a grain of artificial coffee sweetener, like little okay. tiny Jeez, pellet, just really? tiny okay. pellet. But if you ingest that, you become literally radioactive, and anyone you touch and other things that you touch, you spread. Like and not, and not in a good,
2: like Stanley Marvel Comics kind of way. No, but a very bad, bad way.
1: way. Like a, yeah. I'm going to die in two days, kind of way. And you look like a Chernobyl survivor, basically, oh, when geez. you're done. Anyways, so they poison a couple of dissenting uh, Russians with this thing, and it was just the most gnarly sounding, nightmarish scenario. And I'm thinking, if it's that small, no, kidding. I don't want to eat huh? anything. Don't come near me with food.
3: You <laughs>
2: know. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I'm just gonna
2: start growing and eating my own food if that's if that's the case yeah. um the uh was that what happened to that guy I remember there was the dude on the airplane that Putin didn't like that uh um had mysterious like they, they he started to feel sick on the airplane and then by the time they got to the airport he was dead or something yeah I think that the... may have been it
1: well the, yeah. so that and the the brother or the stepbrother of Kim jong-un. Mm -hmm. also had something where he's in that airport trying to go to he was trying to go to Florida Disneyland World something Mm -hmm. and they the North Koreans saw that as a I can't remember what the deal was they saw it as just like offensive that he would go to an American try to hide you know hide his identity and go to an American um,
2: oh uh, right okay thing
1: so some girls run up to him in the airport and there's footage of this these two girls run up and grab his face and then run away and then he starts to feel sick already starts to tell people I think I'm gonna die he's talking to like security at the airport and within minutes he's dead and it was these two nerve agents that on their own don't do anything you could smear you could bathe in one of them and it wouldn't do a thing. Yeah, you could bathe long in as the they other.
2: Like combine like uh yeah. like epoxy.
4: Exactly.
1: So they had to come together to be a problem. And so one hand yeah. one hand had one on this girl, the other hand had this on this girl, and she went up there and went bah! on his face, and they joined oh together and that's what killed him.
2: Oh my god. I know, wow. it was
1: nasty. It was nasty. Man, Jeez. freaking it's this spy craft. Show documentary thing on Netflix. It's really weird.
2: <laughs> I'm watching something that will uh, easily be next week's recommendal where somebody offs, you know, basically one agent offs another agent with just by tapping his shoulder, um, and he's got like a like a little needle or something in his hand. And he just taps the guy's shoulder as he's you know walking through a, a bus Ugh. and uh, the guy later dies and it's because at that moment he kind of uh injected him with something
1: there was also a thing where that reminds me of the russian ones where they they used to do cyan cyanide mist or something i can't remember what the deal was but they basically hid it in a newspaper this is like 70s Mm -hmm. And they would walk up to whoever they're trying to get, and they'd be just reading their newspaper, and they'd walk up next to the guy and then fold the newspaper in such a way that they would go, (laughs) and they'd just blow this dust into the victim's face, and they would just, like, inhale all this cyanide and die. Also, I didn't know ricin, the highly poisonous, Mm -hmm. deadly ricin, comes from a freaking bean. It's just a bean.
2: why do I remember that? Was that talked about in uh, Breaking Bad? I want to say it was. I want to say that Walter White explained where ricin came from to uh, he probably to did. Jesse at some point.
1: He probably did. Um, yeah. Now that you're saying it, it's sounding familiar to me as well.
2: Jesse, it's just a bean. <laughs> Let's
1: see. It's, uh... oh, okay. Ricin is lectin, a carbohydrate-binding protein and a highly potent toxic produced by the seeds of the castor oil plants, so castor beans. Mm-hmm. Wild man, and that stuff. Science, you. bitch. Yeah, science, bitch. <laughs> um, grinder, over to grinder. Let's go to grinder. Sure.
2: Oh, great. Let's, <laughs> Let's
1: get to from the gr- Boulder
2: to Grinder. Yep.
1: Let's get to that grinder <laughs> news. Didn't even know her. Yeah, the big grinder news of the week. Grinder cannibal. It's a guy who was a cannibal using grinder. Sure. Uh, he mutilated and ate the testicles of Kevin Bacon. Has been sentenced to life in prison. Now, I know yeah. it seems like I just glossed over the name Kevin Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> it did. But we'll get to the point here. Uh Mark, but you know
2: what's funny? <laughs> when I glanced at this headline, yeah. It it caught my eye and I can't it can't be accidental. That the first thing I think I see is Kevin Bacon sentenced to life in prison. The oh last yeah, six words of that or seven words of that that sentence. Yeah,
1: if you cut that right there, yep. Yeah, and Kevin that's, Bacon
2: sentenced to life in prison, and that would be or that'd be big. If you news. go nine, if you go nine words, you get testicles of Kevin Bacon sentenced to life in prison, <laughs> which is an even even more sensational headline.
1: Yeah, and then if you leave the rest, it just says grinder cannibal who mutilated an ate.
2: <laughs> if I were the person, I like get this were newspaper days. And I was I was the uh, person doing the, the headline. I would make sure that when this printed, it printed on two lines, yeah. and that the second line was Kevin Bacon sentenced to life in prison. I would I would use font sizing and spacing to make sure so that that even though it's the continuation of the headline, that would pull people in.
1: I agree. This is the way. See, you know enough about the paper business. I know. I yeah. know these things. Yeah, look at you.
2: I drink and I know things, Scott.
1: You should get a job at uh I don't know. Who, who's the most who's the most link baity uh source these days? Who does that the worst and the most right uh, now?
2: Epic uh, epic times. Yeah, <laughs> Are they the ones?
1: <laughs> you won't believe what I hate that stuff.
2: Or so uh, much. Buzzfeed is pretty bad. Yeah, Buzzfeed uh, does. Even even HuffPo is kind of
1: you know what annoys me about Getting BuzzFeed? BuzzFeed has, like, legit journalist, mm-hmm. journalisms yeah. on staff. Like, they have, like, actual investigative stuff. And then they have this clown show on the front end. Right. Which just right. is all a bunch of 23 reasons why the 90s made you ugly or whatever.
2: Right. <clears throat> they need to uh, separate. They need to, like, splinter off a, the legit news source into something that's not called BuzzFeed.
1: BuzzFeed. So dumb. Right. Uh, Anyway, this dude from Michigan.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, the testicles.
1: Yeah, he murdered and mutilated and cannibalized a grinder hookup, Kevin Bacon, who has been sentenced to life in prison. Again, the first guy, not Kevin Bacon. (laughs) Uh, He will stay behind bars with no possibility of parole for the murder of the 25-year-old hairstylist named Kevin Bacon. All right, this is not the actual
2: Kevin Oh, darn it. There goes my six degrees. Apparently, this guy, two degrees of the wrong Kevin Bacon.
1: Yeah. Also, this is a hilarious article because this article... I've never read anything before in a big block of text that ignores the elephant in the room more than they are. <laughs> they have yeah, okay. they, they don't once they, bring do up Kevin ever Bacon. They never get to the
2: point. They, they never, never actually do. get to the the uh, not the actual Kevin Bacon.
1: Yeah, not to be confused with actor, writer, director Kevin Bacon. They never do they never even acknowledge it. They just say it as if as if this is a name like Bill fakerson like they just don't even right. care it's
2: basically fake bacon is what it is yeah it's, uh, it's
1: fake bacon it's, it's Fake bacon yeah it's faking bacon <laughs> uh let's see this follows the 53 year old aren't they always pleading guilty to murder and mutilation of a corpse after he allured bacon into a grinder hookup on christmas eve 2019 he was convicted of first degree murder as well as dis uh disinterment and mutilation of a dead body disinterment what does that mean
2: disinterment so like uh
1: like well, you're interned,
2: like you know, put into a, a a coffin or an urn or whatever. Like if they're uh, cremated, interred. Oh, that's interred, not disinterment.
1: Yeah. So, what does it mean when he's? See, interned. he was convicted of disinterment. What does that even mean?
2: When you unbury a dead body. Okay, so it's the it's the opposite of interning. It's it's disinterning.
1: So does that mean? So anyway, if he killed Grape the guy, robbing. And, if he yeah, robbing, but if he basically. killed the guy on Christmas Eve, he didn't rob the grave. He just. Killed a guy, you know what I mean? So where did he dis? Right. Where did he disintern him from?
2: Uh, seconds. <laughs> you gonna you gonna finish that?
1: I like that. I like that. I think that's it. it.
2: I really could go for some more of that fake bacon. Yeah. Nah. You
5: All
1: know right. Let me, let me let me dig him up again. It's fine. All right, <laughs> Chad, I know these are real people, and this is like, you know, we're having a little fun here. But That's true, yes. I yes, can't sorry, help it. Yes, I can't <clears> throat> throat> help it. Uh, court Circuit Judge Matthew Stewart ruled that he understood the consequences of the crime. Once again, not mentioning that this, is, this guy's got the name Kevin Bacon. The court finds out if this crime is a cold calculation. Kevin Bacon's death was Mark Lutansky's design, he says. Uh, anyway, there's a bunch of other nasty stuff about it. Um, well, I'm glad they caught this guy. He sounds like Dahmer, on, Dahmer fresh Dahmer. Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. So put him get him in jail. Get him out. And Man, uh, it's uh
2: it's good we didn't have Dahmer in the time of Grindr, because that would have made
1: oh, that would've made his Can you imagine how much he would have been a tool for him? Yeah, exactly. I think been, I think yeah. it would have. But also would have been harder than now. Like you don't hear <clears throat> like serial killings, seventies and eighties. Yeah. Big time. Bump. Like it was a big deal. Everybody's killing yeah. everybody, it felt like. And they were doing it in secret and they're all psychos. Now is it is it because we're so much we talked about cameras earlier, but we're so much more I don't know, public. Everything's so public now that it's actually, true, actually harder to be right? a serial killer. You, you, like you can't get after, away. With
2: it. After three grinder um, you know, I don't know if you swipe if you do the same thing with the uh, grinder that you with Tinder with swiping left, they probably be able to say, Oh. Uh, all three dead guys uh, swiped left on this Jeffrey Dahmer fellas uh, portrait maybe
1: there's a connection yeah like just easier to find it otherwise in the 70s you're walking around there's no cameras nobody's checking anything you don't have background checks for a lot of jobs you'd get I don't know I just feel like it's harder today I think that's why you just don't hear about serial killers as much like like when's the last serial killer you heard of you know Um, this guy's close but he didn't get to do any more
2: no no you're right that's um that's a really good point
1: yeah it's wild to me uh, <laughs> final story sure. a, uh movie <laughs> captain thi-
2: Crunch that is the most recent serial killer I've heard of yes
1: yeah oh, yeah Captain Crunch uh did yeah. it get killed it didn't get oh you mean the captain himself was a killer oh no we can't serial killer yeah we can't have that because then his berries are out all right moving on to this story
2: oh yeah that's what that guy Kevin Bacon's berries <laughs> <laughs> oops all berries
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord! Um,
2: oh, we hey, love real people. We, we we know the real people involved. We love those real people. That's right.
1: Hey, if you uh, ever saw a movie trailer you thought was misleading, good news—you can now sue over it. Okay, you can do that. Apparently, of course this,
2: how much can I get? Well, it's, uh,
1: <laughs> let's see. Phantom
2: Menace looked like it would be really good.
1: It did look <laughs> like it was going to be better than it was. Uh, yeah. This is uh this is funny because it all has to do with Anna Armas.
4: Uh, oh, she's, really? She's at the okay. center
1: of this, although I doubt she has anything to say I'm about sure. it. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, uh, movie fans can now sue over misleading trailers, says a U.S. judge. If they're disappointed their favorite actor was cut from the film after appearing in the trailer, they can sue the studio for false advertising, according to a U.S. judge. It'll probably get appealed, but it may stick. Two movie buffs say Universal Pictures tricked them into renting the 2019 flick Yesterday because the trailer featured actress Anna D'Armas uh, Peter, Michael Rosa, 45, of San Diego, and Connor Wolf, uh, or Wolfie, I don't know if you do the E or not, uh, 39, of Maryland, say they forked over four bucks each to watch the Richard Curtis comedy on Amazon Prime, only to discover that DeArmas had not made the final cut in the class so wait, action. Wait, wait. Yeah.
2: So they, did they watch it separately? I guess they must have watched it separately as opposed to like, yeah. why don't we watch it in the same place and then we can each, then we... Uh, can each just chip in a <laughs> two bucks?
1: <laughs> You're right. Well, I mean, they're in different states, so and maybe they were friends, but maybe not. Maybe, maybe this it's is still just
2: like film sack, right? Like,
1: yeah, it's a bit like that. I think. Yeah. Uh, it says, um, uh, "Where is it?" Class action suit filed earlier this year alleged fans have been led to expect the Cuban No Time to Die star would feature prominently. However, they did not receive a movie with the appearance of Diarmus in it. Uh, says the suit. Accordingly, such consumers were not provided with any value for their rental or purchase. (laughs) If I were you, I'd say, well, they sound like creepy stalkers of Anna D'Armas.
2: Kind of, yeah. We really thought we'd see Anna D'Armas in this.
1: That's right. Now we're going
2: to have to go watch Blonde again.
1: That's right. I done seen her nipples in that Dare Blade Runner movie.
2: (laughs) You You see a whole lot more in Blonde. Well, maybe you don't. You see... You just see them a lot.
1: Oh, you see a, a frequent the, the
2: movie where she's uh, Marilyn Monroe. Yeah,
1: the frequent use of her nipples.
2: Frequent movie. use; their nipples actually get a second billing uh, in the in the uh, movie poster. Ooh,
1: they get their own trailer. Anna de
2: Armas and Anna de Armas's nipples in blonde.
1: Oh, that's that probably does mean they got their own trailer. That's awesome. <laughs> Uh, Universal, let's see, uh, has asked U.S. District Judge Stephen Wilson to throw out the complaint, arguing the trailers are protected by the First Amendment of the Constitution, which guarantees free speech. But in his ruling on Thursday, Wilson rejected the studio's argument, saying trailers are commercial speech and subject to laws around honest advertising. At its core, a trailer is an advertisement designed to sell a movie by providing customers with a preview of the movie, he wrote. You know what? I kind of agree. Right. So there's, there are two
2: sides to this, um... It is false advertising to say something's in a movie, just like if you had a product that said, uh, it doesn't contain raisin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, like, you know, basically saying, yeah, this, uh, uh, with the great flavor of chocolate and it doesn't taste like chocolate at all. But, right. um, so that's one side of this and it makes sense. And I think that's a valid point. Uh, the, the other side of this is these two guys are creepy for only renting a movie because they think uh Darmus is, is in it and the fact that she's not in it is enough for them to say we we did not enjoy the film. We want our money back because Anna Darmis is not in this but film. She
1: never showed up. I mean, was she? were they yeah. just sitting there like dogs going, when's she showing up? When she sh- when's,
5: when's she ever
3: did? I don't care about this Beatles crap. <laughs> when's Anna <Darmis> showing up? <laughs> well,
1: the other thing is... Uh, like, okay, all this is going to do... Here's my here's my prediction. Scott's got mm-hmm. a prediction. Get ready for this mm-hmm. one. Yeah. All this does is add a bunch of tiny micro-text disclaimers at the bottom of every trailer, and we're mm-hmm. all going to hate it because it's going to be mm-hmm. distracting. So the little thing down there is going to say, some actors may or may not appear in the final cut. Uh, right. Due to whatever... Original
2: footage or early footage shown, uh, it's kind of like uh, uh, game trailers do this, don't they, where they say... Like little tiny text at the bottom where they say not actual game footage.
1: Oh yeah, they do. Uh, yeah, and sometimes yeah. they do it as a sales technique to say this is in game footage.
2: Sure. As sure. A,
1: a which is an interesting response to that. But yeah, if you you have to like, I guess you don't have to. But this is the way that you get away. This is how you stop getting lawsuits. If this mm-hmm. goes, you know, if this sticks, mm-hmm. um, and that's going to annoy us too because I don't want a bunch of text all the time at the bottom. Like, uh, yeah. someone in the chat yeah. mentioned Suicide Squad, where the the Joker was prominently featured in the trailer, but was in five minutes of the movie, uh-huh. uh, of the original one. Is that an example of being misled, or is that an artistic choice to tease out a thing? You know, it, like
2: it opens it opens things up to just being disappointed in a film because the trailer made it look better than it was, right? Because if know. you if you allow this, because it's purely based on, hey, I want to see Ana de Armas. Uh, I'm watching. I'm paying for yesterday and bought others oh, and no wanted in it. Um, it's just like saying, "Oh man, I wanted to see more Joker in Suicide Squad because he's in the trailer. So he must be if he's in ten or for twenty five percent of the trailer, he must be in twenty five percent of the movie."
4: Mm.
2: It's just it opens things up to to too much gray area where it just becomes based on opinion. Right? Yeah,
1: totally. It's, yeah. When you when yeah. you get to that point, like the the whole thing with you said uh a Phantom Menace looked good in the trailer but sure. wasn't good, that's that's a hundred percent from a legal standpoint, that's hundred percent just your impression of the film. Exactly. Your opinion exactly. of the film. And so they're and, not gonna they're not gonna give you that, but they might give you that, hey the trailer but, showed Mark Hamill, but he never showed up.
2: Yeah, but by you know, again, is that you have to argue that that there's enough justifiable reason that um that Mark Hamill was the selling point for that film. Just like, all right, how do you justify that Anna Darmus was the selling point to yesterday? Did she was she presented in the trailer as central to the plot or a main character or something like that? Even then, even then I feel like it's speculation because your your or not speculation but uh opinion because you're paying to see the movie i don't know. I know you have to you have to somehow justify that you're paying to see a movie specifically and only because of an actor featured in there and for no other reason that you can say that the rest of that that other 80 percent was satisfied but the 20 percent that i wanted to see this actor or actress is not is not um satisfied.
1: Right. Dr. Calhoun says if she wasn't the selling point they wouldn't have put her in the trailer which is created to sell the film. That's not true. She was in the film, and they cut her role cuz they didn't like it.
2: Yeah, but maybe, um, you know, maybe she says something in the trailer. I'll have to watch the trailer cuz I remember seeing yesterday. Um I'd have to see what what she says in the trailer that, you know, the trailer is there to um, not just show who's in the movie but also to give you enough of a, a scenario or a synopsis to interest you in the in the movie right. so.
1: but see and then but here's the other problem okay so Dr. Calhoun replies she was in but she was in the trailer in all caps no I understand sure. that when trailers come out production's not done like yeah. your movie's not finished trailers are often I mean I'm about to launch a card game where I'm, I know there's going to be some art changes on some of the cards before I can show them but I'm going to yeah. show video of a whole different card I can't help it. That's all I have right now. And so I'm not but, saying that that's all they had. I'm saying it's entirely possible that f- creative things change before your movie's ready. And trailers go out six, seven months before you're done. So mm-hmm. I think it's just complicated. It's never simple.
2: Yeah. And Dr. Calhoun, the her use in the trailer, again, I need to see the trailer because I don't know. But her use in the trailer might be just to... Uh, show a part of a scene that explains the plot of yesterday explains the synopsis of yesterday so that somebody can be there not necessarily because she's on Dormus. another character could have said that and they you know would have used that that um segment to give you give the viewer a, a synopsis of the plot
1: yeah it's entirely possible <laughs> too i mean her star hadn't quite risen by the time that movie came out mm-hmm. yeah. so it's possible that these guys oh, i mean they're true, they're right? renting that was a movie really it was, it was it was early for well
2: her. before knives out and and uh
1: yeah I think um, 2017 was uh Blade Runner nobody really knew who she was yet. Mm-hmm. She was great in it but nobody really knew. She well. was. Anyway, it's it's fascinating. We have legal listeners. Yeah, really I can't wait is, for yeah. them to pipe in. Uh we have lawyer listeners who will probably give us some better ideas on how this works. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Yeah. Uh that'll do it for today's news. We are going to move on and take a break. When we come back from the song break, we'll have Amy here, do a little read this, talk about some books, and uh, some more of your feedback from texts and emails and junk. So stick around. But first, this song from Brian Ibbitt.
2: It's from me. Well, technically it's from a band called Slumbering Sun. Uh, they have a brand new album courtesy of uh, of uh, Us and Them Group. Um, they are an Austin celtic doom grunge band doom okay. <laughs> austin an austin-based celtic doom grunge band god i love i love these combinations sure there's, there's so many like that right so it's like how do you pick out your favorite <laughs> austin-based celtic doom grunge band yeah um listen if you like allison chains uh or the band warning or green lung um you're gonna like these but we you know, we know Alice and Chains. Sure. These guys are great. This is the first single from their forthcoming debut album. The song is called Liminal Bridges. Here is Slumbering Sun.
6: left alive i already checked everyone is dead
2: guys can we just change the subject jaws happens to be one of my favorite movies oh that's
3: clever i'll leave that the way it is
1: the morning stream do not confuse luck with skill We returned. Give us a reminder yeah. who that was, please.
2: That uh, that voice you just heard was uh, Scott Fletcher. Uh, oh, oh, that I'm sorry. So Scott Fletcher is the one person I'm worried about not wanting to come back to do Taskmaster.
1: Oh yeah, he it, seemed annoyed the whole time. He me.
2: really did. He yeah. seemed so <laughs>
1: like he's not one for games he's not being told the rules to he's like oh, okay I what know. do you do here you know yeah. he's
2: such a such a the dude is such a fan of jocularity that uh, <laughs> anyway uh that uh, band was sl- uh, slumbering sun from their upcoming album called the ever living fire which comes out next year next year's in 3 days people you can wait yeah. uh that's a song called liminal bridges nice it's
1: a great name too i like that yeah uh all right we got where Amy Claire
2: really wants to do Taskmaster what do you think I don't know well,
1: Liminal Bridges is a, a book
2: in the Elder Scrolls that's where that came from that's cool oh it is yeah
1: Liminal Bridges Elder Scrolls Lim-
2: Books of Skyrim 5 Liminal Bridges I was wondering where that uh, where that came from I had no
1: idea that's awesome I played a lot of yeah. Skyrim and I remember that uh, so
2: a Skyrim influenced Austin based Celtic Doom grunge band yeah <laughs> slumbering
1: songs it's like you all <laughs> asked for now this right here Hey, it's uh, two two times in one week or, uh Red Fraggle, aka Amy, uh, joining us for a read this. Hi, Amy. How are you?
0: Hi, I'm doing great. How are you guys? Good.
1: Good. You you and Chuck recovering
2: from your various uh, part removals?
0: Yes, yes, <laughs> Re- remarkably well. Although I do have a I do have a funny story around that. And so you know, whenever you go under. General anesthesia. They they tell you make sure that you have a responsible adult with you for the next twenty four hours. Sure, Um, you know, and and you kind of figure, okay, mostly that's just to make sure there's no emergencies, like if you know somebody's there that can call nine one one, etc. etc. And that's not the only reason. Uh, Sometimes. When you're completely high because you're still coming out of anesthesia, you can maybe purchase some things. That you oh. don't necessarily intend to.
2: Oh gosh! <laughs> did so, you buy a squatty uh, What happened?
0: Uh, oh no! I got a squatty potamus for Christmas. You, Thank really you very did. much. Okay. I really You're did. Okay. My my niece is just that funny that because when I told her that, she immediately turned around and got nice. my got me a squatty potamus for Christmas. Yeah.
2: Hey, listen. I know people who swear by those things. So you know, you have to let me know uh, off air how how if it works for you
0: yeah i mean i find it helpful now i'm just gonna say but, uh, anyway. All right, anyway sorry oh, back to, to yes so the day after chuck's surgery we wake up the next morning and he's checking his email you know looking at his phone as you do mm-hmm. and he goes oh god i bought a steam deck nice so, wow so- what? That's not a small,
1: that's not some trinket on Amazon, that's a big deal.
0: <laughs> that's right?
1: Considerable, yeah. Yeah. So
0: he had he had bought me one uh for my birthday and he gave it to me a little bit early because of, you know, he wanted me to have it so I'd be able to play with it uh while I was recovering from my surgery and such and I have been pretty much playing it non-stop. And he's he loves it. He thinks it's really cool, and he's like, "Man, I want one of those things." Yeah. And uh, but it just kind of went on to the mental list of, "Okay, I'll I'll put that on my wish list for later." Nope. Apparently, uh, post anesthesia, Chuck decided that he deserved a Steam Deck right then. <laughs>
2: so, <laughs> wow! Wow!
0: So uh, yeah, his his Steam Deck I think should be arriving today. That's amazing. But-
2: <laughs> you know what? There, that's that's a good. You know, Ambien-esque. I know it wasn't Ambien, but that's kind of where you hear about this most of the time. Are people doing stuff like this on Ambien? Yeah. But that's a good uh, Ambien-esque uh, purchase. Yeah, right there. Uh, you it's fine. Be,
1: you won't be disappointed. No, he's gonna love oh, it. Oh
0: yeah,
1: and also I, I you love, guys,
0: I love mine. I gotta say, I'm I'm really digging it.
1: Your so. uh, your timing's excellent though, because. Um, you know when i bought when i ordered mine i had to wait a year i was on a waiting list right? And, uh right. now people are getting them in like 4 days which is just which is great but anyway that's awesome congratulations to to him on his high purchase <laughs> yeah heard-
0: so just a just a little psa you know you might if you're if you or your spouse or, or partner whatever if you're responsible for a person who is having surgery you might want to yeah, just monitor them and their uh, phone usage a little bit there just make sure they don't uh Spend yeah. money that they're not intending to spend.
4: <laughs> wait till he
2: wait till he gets in. Uh, gets his Steam Deck, fires it up, and he looks in his library, and he also managed to purchase every Japanese dating sim oh, that
1: uh, is available on Steam. All those porn, porn puzzles. How a
2: full boyfriend. Why am I playing a pigeon uh, yeah. dating another? Uh...
1: We'll get Waifu Battle 3 will end up on there, and you you won't know why. Um, so uh, let me... Right. let me Because uh, I kind of want to see that. The, the, I, probably. There's so many dirty games on Steam. Um, I was going to mention something to you, and I forgot. Oh, I know what it was. So have, I've long held this belief that if I go into a doctor or a surgeon and I have something taken from me, that I should get to keep it in a bottle or something. Mm-hmm. So Not I always sure. wanted, like when I go to the dentist, if they take a tooth out or an old crown or something, I want to keep it. If, they, if I go to the doctor, I want to keep whatever they take. But yeah. they've never given me what I've asked for when it came to like surgeries. They wouldn't let me have my um, appendix. I wanted it mm-hmm. in a little bottle. They wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. I think we should be allowed to, to take our own shit home. It came out of I my body. So it's mine.
2: Exactly. I brought it here. I should get to take it home with me. Uh, yeah. Look at uh, Remember Viking last? She kept uh, a gallbladder in a jar that uh, wasn't it named? Goldberg or something yeah, like she that gave she it gave it a cool it name.
1: name yeah exactly yeah. i want that and yeah. some chat yeah. says rightly they call that stuff medical waste i get it captain kipper but i want my it's my medical waste damn it yeah waste well, to you guys maybe yeah it's
0: <laughs> certainly it's certainly not as though they are paying you for it for whatever i like you are paying them right so you exactly. should definitely you even should more so yeah
1: i, I don't think like, and look it's uh, there are very few things you actually own in this world all of it's artificial and goes away the minute you die the the bits of me that grew out of me those are mine Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Not yours. They're not the landfills or wherever the stuff goes. I don't know where it goes.
4: (laughs)
2: Big (laughs) congratulations to Dice Tomato who not only found Ultimate Waifu Battle Online, a tower defense game on Steam, but right now it's 69% off. Nice. Nice.
1: Nice. (laughs) Um, I made that up. Is that really a title? That's crazy. (laughs)
2: Really a title. Really a game.
1: Doesn't surprise me. They have so much stuff like that. Somebody gifted me a copy of sex with
2: hitler 2 <laughs> it was so good they
1: had to make a sequel yeah there's like, a sequel oh
2: we have so much stuff we really wanted to do in the first sex with hitler game that we just didn't have the technology for yeah and, and now
1: <laughs> let's see if i can find the description on this you guys will enjoy this here it is sure. sex with hitler This is two. Sex with Hitler is a unique blend of visual novel and top-down shooter. You'll fight in the fields of World War II and meet unique heroines among whom you might find friends and enemies. Boy, that's a real light way of putting it. If you go look at the screenshots, you're really going to be in for it. Uh, Don't. I recommend not looking at those unless you want to look at those, I guess. Anyway, (laughs) Steam. It's great uh, let's hey, talk about books let's great. talk about books when you're not playing on your Steam deck you're reading a damn book and uh, uh, we probably wanted to talk about those what do you what do you bring to us this week what's
0: that going on? Is true yes so I actually uh, very much enjoyed listening to this audiobook while I was recovering and it's an awesome book I love it I will say just to set up the clip a little bit I don't know what's up with my audio recording stuff but mm. the the clip sound the, the clip does not sound as though it would sound if you listened to it on mm. audible oh. i'll just put it that way there, there seems to be a lot of background noise and some echo and stuff i, I, I couldn't get that out of it i don't know what it but that's me yeah. that's not the audiobook just clip.
1: maybe it's there yeah. uh they get some drm or something that makes it sound bad uh when you record it or something to stop people from recording it i don't know maybe that's
6: maybe it. maybe yeah, maybe, yeah. Anyway, yeah,
1: who knows? So. Anyway, I'll play it, and we'll find out for ourselves. Here we go.
6: Kneeling on the floor of their suite, Tesla Crane could just feel the vibrations of the centrifugal ring as it rotated around the interplanetary cruise ship Lindgren. Or more likely, it was the hum of the air conditioning. The Terran-level ring was big enough that even the Coriolis effect was really only noticeable when throwing things. Gimlet, fetch! She threw a chew toy for her Westie, and the little dog charged in the direction the plush sloth had started to go. It curved in the air, leaving the small white dog staring in baffled confusion for a moment before she found it and pounced with enormous ferocity. Tesla used the reprieve to return to stretching. She put her hands on the floor, and her new wedding ring caught her eye with the gleam of platinum iridium, just like the historic kilogram standard, because her spouse knew she was a nerd. Smiling, she lowered her back into the cow position feeling for twinges as she raised her head. The ceiling had a digital sky shading to an earth sunset. The simulated clouds changed shape and position in subtle response to an artificial wind. Not bad for a honeymoon.
1: You know what I'll say? The echo actually made it sound like a ship's computer was reading this to me. I kind of like (laughs) that.
0: Yeah. God, it does. yeah, yeah, yeah. It. I, I got that too. But I just wanted to make it clear that if you, if you <laughs> the actual if that, book
2: does not sound like it was recorded in the bathroom. Okay.
0: Correct. Yes. And and I didn't record it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Audacity was just uh, yeah, not not agreeing with me this morning. So. No. Oh, anyway. the
1: audacity of so, it all. I uh, know. Uh, uh, so it sounded like uh, some real science fiction going on here, which I'm always into. Uh, no idea who that is though. What's the
0: What's yes, so this is called The Spare Man by Mary Robinette Kowal, and it is indeed, it is science fiction, it is also a murder mystery, oh. It's uh, and and as a bonus, it takes place on an interplanetary cruise ship, and each chapter starts with a cocktail recipe, yeah. so <laughs> it's really fun yes and yes dreadnecks she did write the lady astronaut series this is in sort of the same same universe as uh, same timeline as the lady astronauts but there aren't any of your familiar characters in there um but this is written and also the audiobook is read performed by mary robinette and it's excellent. And her, as you heard, her voice is very pleasing. She does an excellent job of doing the narration and, and giving each of the characters a distinct voice. And uh, yeah, she's, uh, she's great. I love, I love her writing style. I love all of it. And she, she's very good at writing sort of a, a mystery kind of a a whodunit and, and also including enough of the science fiction uh, that makes it relevant. It's not just that it's set in space. It's yeah. the uh, uh, she mentions the Terran level. This this ship has multiple levels, and the gravity differs based on what level of the ship you're on. Well,
2: that's a cool. Yeah. Construct. Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. So like, there's a there's a lunar level, and there's an Earth there's a Terran level, which is Earth, and then there's like a Mars level, and there's there's a bunch of different levels on the ship, and that becomes relevant. To hmm. the plot, um it's really, really interesting. It's also very. I, I will say this: if you're a person who is, a, <laughs> if oh, you sorry, are, there's more. Okay. There, there's more. Yes, sorry. If you are a person who has issue with uh diversity and and you feel like you know roll your eyes at diversity being our inclusive language, this book is not for you. Uh, she. She does a lot of things like uh, referring to people as uh, Mix instead of Miss or Mr. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, pretty much everyone is them until, or, you know, everyone is they, them until. Otherwise, everyone introduces themselves as a gender. Like, you know, she'll say Tesla crane, she, her, you know, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's very inclusive. Also, the main character, Tesla, is disabled. And so there's and there's a lot of really cool tech around her disability. She has a she has a, a device that sort of gives her a heads up display of what her pain level is currently without her having to actually feel the pain. It's cool. I'm like, I want that. So, you know, because yeah, I mean, that's pain is Mm -hmm. our body's way of telling us it's a, it's an alarm system. Right. Mm -hmm. And so if you could just have that alarm system without having to feel the pain, That'd be really cool.
1: Yeah. No, I agree. I would love to be like, you hear about these people that can't feel any pain. It's actually dangerous. They can cut themselves, never Mm -hmm. know. Like, it's like burn themselves
2: because they can't feel it. But if you
1: have other signals that would tell you, it's like, oh, yeah, you just burned your arm. Uh, Probably want to get that taken care of, but not actually feel the pain. That'd be great. Mm I'd be into that. Yeah. By the way, yeah. thanks for the Coriolis callback. We've had the the Coriolis effect keeps <laughs> right. coming up yeah. on the show like four times now. It's, it's great.
2: It's uh, people really want us to make sure we get that right going yep. forward. No doubt. As, yep. So if yeah. you had
1: to, if you, I know you've talked about her books before, and we you mentioned that a minute ago. Do you is where's this on that list? Like, do you have a favorite of hers that you would? like?
0: Oh, huh, interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, I I love. All of her stuff, but I would say probably The Faded Sky mm-hmm. was the most impactful and and affecting so far. Uh, but yeah, I've read – this is her fourth book in the Lady Astronaut series that I've read, and I've loved all of them. Uh, but I would say if I had to pick a favorite of that series, I would say The Faded Sky. Okay. And we
1: talked favorite. about that one, I think, right? That came up here.
0: Possibly, yeah, I think so. That's the one where they go to Mars. So. Yeah, I think you did recommend yeah.
1: that, if I remember mm-hmm. right. Um, well, awesome. Uh, I'm more and more, I'm starting to think I need to read her. <laughs> you keep recommending her, and I'm like, oh, that's interesting, and then I kind of don't think about it, but now, you know, maybe I need to check it out.
0: Yeah, so this is her newest one. Like, this one came out this year, and I was really excited to to read it. So that's why it came out. And I know on the, I know on my feedback, somebody was like, uh, "Stop doing repeat authors." Eh, no. I'm going to keep doing, I'm going to keep doing repeat authors because I read, I read what I read, but uh, you know, this one in particular really got me and I was like, yeah, yeah, I got to read her new book. So I will, I, but I, I do take the feedback seriously and I am going to get some more. I have, I have a whole list. I'm going to get you some more uh, lesser known titles and authors coming up in the new year. So just tease that out a little
1: bit. Nice. Um, And this one's called what again? So people can go look it up. The title.
0: This one is called The Spare Man.
1: The Spare Man. Everyone needs a Spare Man, I say. <laughs> except except Chuck. He had a Spare Man and had it removed.
3: <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh Chuck. Oh my gosh
1: uh well anyway there you go oh and people are jealous of my hats i just wanted to uh, share that with you there are uh we had oh. no, multiple mm. people uh come by the house and say where the heck did you get that and i said oh a friend made it and they said no mm-hmm. way that's awesome and i said don't what's her number they keep saying to me. yeah and i said
2: oh here it is right here <laughs>
1: yeah and i say it's 1-800 uh, try my product all right hey amy <laughs> uh it's good having you on as always and uh we'll look forward to more in the new year uh anything else you want to mention before we go
0: yeah i'm i i'm gl- I'm so glad that you guys liked them and I'm glad they finally arrived and and everything and brian that yours yours got there safely yeah. and not in pieces so no, uh, it's, yeah it's- it is
2: beautifully holding my frequently uh enjoyed atomic fireballs so. nice
1: Yay. a new a new atomic fireball bowl Uh, And the year's not even over. It's amazing. Exactly. Incredible stuff. Uh, Amy, have a fantastic uh, rest of your week and the rest of the holidays and the early part of next year. And we'll see you next year, right here on. Have a
0: nappy you here. Bye now.
1: (laughs) Oh, I'd love a nap. I would love nappy
2: new here. You here?
1: Yeah, new here. You here? You here? Hey, you here? Uh, Check this out, y'all. Yes. Got a got a couple of texts here to read here. Okay. Let's see. Where are they? Be Whoa, that's the wrong clip thing. Where, where did my thing go? Oh, there it is. Okay. Here it is. Uh, this is a text from Teresa in Minneapolis, Minnesota. This last week. TMS news item caught my attention because I was in Minneapolis. It was a story about a place selling crustless sandwiches called the Gallant Tiger. I think Bo- this is Bobby's episode he was on, oh, okay, uh, which yeah, also this doesn't sound
2: familiar to me. Yeah.
1: It says, which also <laughs> caught my ear because I am a graduate of Minneapolis South High School and we are all called the Galliant Tigers what really ticked, er, tickled me not ticked what really tickled me was that Scott pronounced it like a former principal that was at South when my son was a student there the Galliant Tiger with an i it doesn't have an i my husband also a South high, high tiger uh, also it's an also sorry and i looked up the restaurant and sure enough the owner also went to South. Thanks for bringing back fun memories, <laughs> Teresa. Well, that's a big wow. high school connection for you there, and that's great. No kidding, it's great. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's really cold. Well, what's colder. funny is
2: you even again called it the Gallant Tigers instead of the Gallant tigers. I can't help it. Yeah, it's I just know. in me. I, I, you I, want you're you're combining. I mean, Gallant or uh, Gallant and Valiant. Yeah, are very similar in in um meaning. So yeah. why not combine them? Why not have Prince Gallant?
1: Yeah. Why not both? Why, yeah, not, why both? not both? Why not? Both? Except that cartoon sucked. I never liked that. <laughs> it was too serious. I wanted, you know, Prince
2: wanted- Valiant. Yes, it was the worst. It was the worst comic strip. Never funny. Never.
1: I didn't ever think it was funny either. I'm glad someone else agreed with me. <laughs> where's uh, the
2: punchline, Prince Valiant?
1: Yeah, where's the joke in your freaking realistic, <laughs> dumb history history thing? Uh, here's an email. This came to us at uh, the at gmail.com. It's a little long, but I'm going to read it. It says, hey there, Scott and Brian. I was going to try to keep this as brief as I can. Listening to Brian's recent car debacle on TMS prompted me to reach out. So my car was stolen out of the driveway on 12 22, Jeez. And recovered on 12-4. All smashed up. Now here's the thing, guys. I uh, don't know if you have heard about uh, or covered this issue, but I'm about to tell you uh, about what I'm about to tell you. But I'm begging you that if you haven't please do more people need to know apparently there's a TikTok video from months ago circulating the vi- uh, the web exploiting a massive design flaw in specific yeared hyundais and kias to be clear my car was a 2019 hyundai elantra in this video somebody has shown uh starting one of these cars using an iphone cable there's more detail on how it works but i want to move on he says I kind of want to know how that works. Um, anyway, because of, he says because of this TikTok video, there's a nationwide shortage on parts to fix these cars. Since twelve five, I have been on an actual journey and have learned a lot uh, here in Philadelphia, where I live. I learned that police have no chase laws, so thieves have become way more brazen, and auto theft here is through the roof. Uh, what the Hyundai? Uh, what the Hyundai done? What? What's what the Hyundai done? You might ask.
2: Yeah. I mean, no, what has Hyundai done, you might have Oh, said.
1: you know, that's just me reading bad. Then he what goes the on. What the Hyundai? What the Hyundai? <laughs> I was like, is he trying to make it into a swear word or something? Anyway, he says, nothing. Uh, insurance companies, law enforcement, impound lots, and car dealers are all overwhelmed and ill-equipped right now because of this issue. So many of these people are going through the, their lot. Uh, sorry, through this. A lot of them have been waiting months for parts with no end in sight. Add insult to injury, these thieves stealing the cars are posting TikTok videos of themselves in stolen cars, racing them, crashing them, etc. One of these groups posting the videos called themselves the Kia Boys with a Z. I hate that. Uh, I hate that so much.
2: I hate it. Oh, my gosh. I I hate it so much. Because everything everything about this I
4: hate.
1: Yeah, I don't like any of this. And nobody is doing anything to stop it at all. My story ends on 1222 when my car was declared a loss, which was a huge relief for me and my family. I got very lucky. That means he got the insurance, so that's good. Yeah. Odd to say uh, that about a car I invested and took care of for three years, but the alternative was the endless nightmare of waiting indefinitely for my car to be fixed, much like what Brian went through. Oh, and my car's lease was up in three months. Uh, When was the car stolen? I had an appointment the next day to discuss the end of my term options. Thank you for talking. uh, Or sorry, thank you for taking the time to read this. And I hope you and Brian and the rest of the film sack crew and family have a wonderful, safe new year. Seriously, you guys are the best. So this came to the TMS email, not the film sack email, but maybe he meant it for that. I don't know. Uh, Anyway, Mm. Matt from Philly. Well, Matt from Philly, that sucks. Also, I hadn't heard about any of this TikTok business, and I didn't know. I mean, Brian, I don't know if you can find out, but is your car susceptible to some weird iPhone cable thing? Yeah,
2: that I don't know. And, and somebody else, like when they found out I had a Kia Soul, they said, hey, you know about the um, uh, the the iPhone cable getting into the lock and starting the car thing? And uh, I looked, I did a search, and, and not only can I not f- find it, but I'm sure it really effed up my algorithm because now I've got people... <laughs> Uh, basically, it's long string of videos about people hating their Kia Soul. Oh, really? <laughs> Why Kia Soul is the worst car ever, and none of it mentions the uh, USB uh, iPhone cable thing. Wow! So, yeah, if somebody has a link to, uh, it is not my car is not push button start, dubious rascal. It's a 2014, so it might be out of the yeah. the model year for these issues. I don't yeah. know.
1: Yeah, who knows? I'm looking at their... They have a YouTube channel. Uh,
2: Dice to me says, the soul is susceptible. Yes, it's a USB connection hack behind the ignition switch on the steering column.
1: Jeez, Jeez. Really? Jeez. That's terrible. <clears throat> That's too easy. Oh, there's tons of these videos. Holy schmoo! Did you find
2: them? Because I didn't... I did a search for...
1: Yeah, I found a USB. collection on YouTube. Um, here I'll put it in the chat. Oh, room.
2: on YouTube, okay. Maybe yeah, so they're the they're, they're they're I've
1: collecting them there, and they're they're up on their shorts on, on there, but also some longer form stuff. But basically, this is a. I mean, there's some. Let's see. Warning, all Kia and Hyundai owners. Like, so, I, I think this channel no, might be
2: that these buttheads, the Kia boys, even have a USB in their logo. Oh, and they've they've just stolen the uh, the logo from the tv series the boys and just added a Kia logo to it yeah it was
1: dirty bastards dirty bastards yeah. well anyway that's all very odd i don't like it but good luck <laughs> with all that uh all right big psa there's a bunch of stuff happening tonight core's yeah. final episode so of the year we're going to talk about all our favorite video games that we played didn't play uh, all that stuff tonight's our big end of year roundup so check out core at five o'clock tonight uh, the system build I keep teasing for uh, the big giveaway, the $4,000 gaming rig from Doghouse Systems, that system build, the actual live stream of them building it and me hanging out with them and doing a bunch of other prize giveaways is happening tomorrow morning at 9 a.m., so the normal TMS time, but on Friday. I have a very big Friday. Um, so anyway, <laughs> yeah. that's happening. That'll probably take an hour and a half or so, and we're to they're sending live video to me. I'll be there as well. We'll be giving away game codes, um copies of rock runners some other physical stuff bunch of stuff stuff uh doghouse has they want to put on uh the list of giveaways i've got um the anacrusis this amazing new game that's coming out soon i got a bunch of preview codes for that so anyway a bunch of you will win Uh, thankfully zoe has uh (laughs) offered to help me manage the giveaways so she's gonna help me make sure nobody gets screwed in that whole mess but that'll be tomorrow (laughs) morning at 9 a.m hopefully
2: Awfully nice of a person who is outside the U.S. and not eligible to win to help with the winners. I guess maybe that makes her more trustable, right? 100%. percent
1: she got no skin in this game, you know, other than she's really nice. And maybe I'll send her some kind of bacon thing, a local bacon delivery. Send her some bacon.
2: Oh, there's ai got to find it. There's a restaurant in Vegas that just opened up that is all bacon. And I read some of the things that they— that they have on their menu. Yeah, let's see. Oh, Hold on a second. you're oh,
1: killing me with this. This bacon, sounds so good. <laughs> this restaurant. Zoe, if you're coming, I nice see you're coming.
2: Bacon Nation. It's in the D. You're in the D. It's in the D. Um, It's in the D. Yeah. Uh, Bacon, bacon, and more bacon. It's at Bacon Nation LV. Let me see the menu here.
1: Are there just so, dead people littered all over that place? Because, man, that's a lot of bacon. I
2: think we're... we're we're 100% going to breakfast at this place at some point. Um, they do Benny's. Uh, let's see, maple bacon buttermilk pancakes. Oh. Um, pork belly dippers. What? I don't, I don't know even what know what are. that is. That but, sounds uh, so
1: good. <laughs> but, but just the words pork belly, I'm in. Yeah. I don't need uh, much else, burrito, man.
2: Burrito. All their burgers have uh, uh barbecue, or I mean, a bacon on it. Um, I thought they had like there was some, I'll have to find it, but there's some like bacon drink they serve or something weird. Like, yeah, I would. Oh, French toast. French toast box.
1: The French toast box.
2: French toast box. All right. French toast box with signature bacon, caramelized bananas, and peanut butter mousse. Oh, my. I want to see photos. Photos. Photos are no
1: sale. Yeah.
2: Yeah, what the hell is a French toast
1: box? I don't know. Never even heard of that, unless you're talking about cereal or something. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm excited about that. That'll be great. I would love to go there.
2: Yeah, we are in
1: like Flint. Yeah, we got to do that. Uh, Carter will be horrified. That's okay. Uh, let's <laughs> see. What was the other thing I was gonna? Oh, uh, the the make sure you sign up if you haven't already. Don't do it twice because it disqualifies you. But if you want to win this machine and you live in the Canada or the U.S., uh, you can sign up uh, right now at frogpants.com/slash doghouse. Super easy. Go do it. Um, also, play date Saturday at 1.30 p.m. We're going to be playing that new Among Us mode. I'm really excited about that. Yeah. Can't wait to see what that's like. Yep. So we're doing that one thirty p.m. And then we have our charity stream uh, over there with the Ritual Misery guys, uh, their yearly thing. We're doing that at 3.30. So we'll, Brian and I will roll right into that. So you're welcome to, to hang about for that as well. We will have Film Sack this weekend, although we're recording it on the first on Sunday, or no, yeah, yeah, on New Year's Day, we're recording it. Uh, And we're doing the movie Mist. The Mist. The Mist, yes. Yeah, not just Mist. It's an excellent short story from Stephen King and an incredible adaptation by. uh, A bunch of great people. It's an amazing movie. I love it. I can't wait. Anyway, there's all that. And then the live build is once again Friday. Uh, Make sure you come for that because I really want to see a bunch of you there. That'll do it for us. Patreon.com slash TMS is how you support this show directly. Without that support, the show doesn't exist. I mean that quite literally. So please, please help us out. Patreon.com slash TMS. We'll never give you an ad. You'll get pre-show content every day. You'll get couch parties on the weekend and these play dates. You'll get art in the mail and more Find out all that at Patreon.com/slash/TMS. That is it. We're cool. out. We're done. Uh, I just
2: sent you a photo of uh, a French toast box. I don't know if this is what they sell at uh, what at this Bacon Nation place, but if it is, I am so in. Is that
1: re- is that a thing? I mean, That's maybe- a real
2: thing. I don't know if it's the uh,
1: may not be theirs, but man, theirs,
2: but it looks like the. Uh, <laughs> Um, The Hellraiser box, but made out of French toast. Yeah,
1: you cut into that, and suddenly Pinhead's like, hello, what's up? Hello,
2: I'm now 400 pounds heavier. That's right.
1: Where's the one with the teeth chattering and the vagina neck lady? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Anyway, exciting stuff. Let's get out of here with a song. What do you got?
2: Let's get out of here. And and, uh, Saturday's going to be open. Everyone will will, uh, pull patrons in probably beforehand, but... uh, It's really like an everyone kind of thing, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. We definitely show it to everyone. Yeah, we definitely have it public. So it'll just be here on the Twitch channel, Luke. So please come by. We'd love to have you.
2: Exactly. All right. Brooke wrote in very early. She wrote in November. Uh for a uh, request that was supposed to be on uh December 13th but I wasn't in town I don't I believe I think that was part of my trip so I didn't get this one in. Um happy birthday to my sperm shooter Joel. He likes artists such as Jarris Johnson and Creedence Clearwater Revival. Brian please pick a song you feel he would enjoy. If he doesn't like it then he can suck it. Love your pregnant wife Brooke. Thanks.
1: Sperm shooter. All right then. <laughs> It sounds great, (laughs) I guess. Uh, Yeah.
2: Welcome to... Are we on TMS PM yet? Is this PM? No kidding. Happy
3: birthday to you.
1: Happy birthday. Was there a birthday? There was a birthday, right? It was a birthday, (laughs)
2: yeah. It was was Joel's birthday. I I got so thrown by sperm shooter. Yeah, I I just got
1: confused. Whoops. Anyway, maybe I shouldn't
2: use the term glossed over anyway. Uh, how about a uh, cover of a Creedence Clearwater revival song? This came from an album that John Fogarty put out in 2013 called wrote a song for everyone. And in it, he has a bunch of different guests like uh, Foo Fighters, Miranda Lambert, Tom Morello, um, a lot of, a lot of great musicians and he pulls them in to do covers of Creedence Clearwater revival songs. Um, this one's great bad moon rising featuring the zach brown band it's got a little bit of a country twinge to it i think you're gonna like it here's john fogerty and the zach brown band
1: all right that'll do it thanks everybody happy new year to everyone we're not going to see you again until next week but uh, uh we'll be back we got shows oh we're, there's a, a currently a petition going around in my own head about whether we're having a show on monday because oh, really? uh since you and i took like no time off for the holidays thought yeah. maybe you <laughs> maybe we'd take one day i don't know we, let's we'll, take
2: one let's take one day i'm gonna sign the petition that uh, that we right. take a day off and
1: that's so far two out of two. Oh, it's 100 percent. Right. we've done right. it uh we're not here that monday okay everybody yep. that morning yep. i'm going to lunch with, or breakfast with my kids uh oh, but nice. after that uh, it's all back to norms and 2023 just bearing down like a big giant hairy monkey so look forward to that uh thanks for being here and we'll see you next time Frog Pants, Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. You're fired. Oh, all right.
0: <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus,